Welcome back to another episode. I am back again with Freesia Park. Miss Parkers. Miss Parkers is back. <laughs> oh yes, I'm back again. Aren't you guys sick of me? I'm sick of me. <laughs> I'm not sick of you. <laughs> Never. <laughs> We're so annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I today just trying to keep it casual. We're gonna answer a few questions because uh, it seemed like you guys really liked it the last time we did this, and. I think we might actually do another one on YouTube. So it'll be like an extended one because you guys do have kind of a lot. Um, so I'm just going to go through Instagram. This is very just not planned. We're just going with it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All righties. Let's start with this is actually one of the most commonly asked questions is what is your what are your thoughts on the startup ending? Oh my god. <laughs> so up until this point, yeah. we were like such huge fans of startup. We I were would wait for the episode. We were invested. Like we were, yeah. Well, this girl Esther would wake up at 7 a.m. on yeah. Saturday, set an alarm just to watch the new episode. <laughs> yeah. no, seriously. <laughs> it was around episode 9, 10, around yeah. that period, because that's when it was like the juiciest. Yeah. But Esther, what were your thoughts? I didn't even finish it. Yeah, because I got so I turned on episode 15 and I just like couldn't focus. And it was honestly, it's been dragging on for so long. Yeah. Like it's the same story. And I'm just like, oh, I'm over this. So I never finished it. Yeah. Uh, episode 15, I immediately was like, oh, man, I'm already so bored. But I skipped through while like I was just like browsing on my phone at the same time. So mm-hmm. I was like half in. Mm-hmm. But honestly, nothing was happening in Mm. episode 15. So I was like, okay, this was like the biggest waste of my time. Mm. And then episode 16, spoiler alert. So if you, I'm telling you now, if you haven't finished Startup and you want to, skip over this part. Yes. But episode 16, I mean, they finally get together, Tozan and Taimi. And it's like, okay, but like... I just didn't think the last four episodes were necessary at all because it was the same song and dance for the entire finale. It's like, come on, like, just get to the freaking point. Like, we already know that they're going to be together. Mm-hmm. They end up freaking getting married. And I felt like the ending was so rushed. But, like, the whole thing was just so boring. Yeah. Honestly, obviously, I'm so passionate because I'm so angry and disappointed. Yeah, you were so <laughs> I was, invested. Yeah, in I know. Drama. And it's like, how are you going to do me dirty like this? <laughs> Anyways, that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know what other people thought, though. Uh, every So I asked on Instagram. Oh, okay. I did like a poll. Like, what did you? I did like a stupid derpy photo of my mm-hmm. face and of like how I felt about the last episode. And I was like, this is how I felt. Same or did you like it? Mm. And I think like 600 people did same. And then like 100 people did. I liked the ending. So mm. whoever you 100 people are, you guys are sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, not really. All right. Anyways. Next question. Um, 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 let's see. Oh, we kind of talked about this earlier. Um, but combining friend groups, awkward or not, do you personally like combining different friends? 
depends on the individual within the groups. Sometimes they don't work, but I don't know. I guess for me personally, I actually don't like to combine my friend groups. Mm. It's like weird. I like to keep. That's why I have so many separate groups. Mm. Uh, but I. But no. But the interesting thing is, that's what I always thought about you until recently. No, and but you started yeah. inviting me out to more things, and I was like, oh, I was oh, like, that's oh, maybe true. Frisia doesn't mind so much, right? But I'm. I'm not combining the groups entirely. I'm mm. like integrating one individual mm. or bringing one in, someone that I know would like fit in well. Mm. So you just gauge that. Yeah, yeah, I gauge that, but I don't think I could bring two groups together. Oh, like two full groups. Yeah, definitely mm. not. But well, that's can- a little trickier. Yeah. Yeah. I Actually, could- no, isn't that easier? Because if you just create an environment where like you guys are all drinking. Don't you want to bring, like, multiple groups? Like, your birthday. Yeah, so I was just about to say, like, my birthday, I always stress out. Because I'm like, oh, like, I have to think of all these different groups, these cliques. Because they're from different backgrounds, different hobbies, different interests, livings, etc. So I'm like, it stresses me out. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, And I always have to, like, worry about whether or not people will get along or if they'll Mm. have fun. When it comes to me being the one invited to different groups, I have no problem adjusting. Like, Mm. I'm kind of like a chameleon. Like, Mm. I know how to get along with different types of people pretty well Mm, yeah i i know that about you that's why i i there are certain people in my life where i know they are just they're just good about meeting new people Mm -hmm. and like you can tell when people are gonna vibe Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah so i think it's just kind of like gauging that Mm -hmm. because like we were talking about this earlier too like you when we all hung out in la like with my hometown friends like it was honestly like we had all been friends yeah for so long like you, everyone was just so comfortable with each other yeah. and that was like kind of what i expected too there was know? no awkward small yeah, talk like or at all at all yeah. we just went straight in for the issues <laughs> the deep talks the deep talks and like and i don't the know board games all day <laughs> i just i just felt like i knew every single one of them exactly. for a long time you know and they treated me as such. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Shout out to uh, Harvard Ave. Is that what it's called? <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, but I think that's like such a, it's like such a good feeling. Mm. Yeah. I literally said when we were out to eat in Malibu too, I was like, I feel like the adopted friend of the group. <laughs> mm, mm. But it's like, it was just nice because I could tell that even them like, they didn't feel uncomfortable you were there and like you seemed like you were fine too. So it was yeah. just like, I don't know, like no one was nunchi buying each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just like just doing what they always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was interesting because you said that you had, you, you like never hung out with so many girls in your life. Yeah. I've never been around such a big group of girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so bizarre to me that that exists. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the opposite. I've always like had more girlfriends. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, of a guy I'm person. always like the only girl in the group of guys for some mm. reason or like there'll be like one other girl with me but mm. I don't know it's, I just don't have like big girl groups I have a lot of like close girl friends mm. but they're all like kind of scattered mm. interesting but at the same time all my girlfriends are also kind of bros and like they're the only girls in their respective mm. guy groups most oh. of them yeah you and Michelle are kind of like the only like girly girlfriends I have. Hmm. But I wouldn't even say we're like girls. Yeah, you guys aren't girly, but I guess what I mean by girly is like you surround yourself with oh. feminine energy. 
I'm in between. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Someone said, what is something you find annoying about each other? <laughs> oh my god. You, you find me annoying? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been annoyed at you or Michelle. Uh, yeah. What's uh, annoying about you? Let me try to think of one. Okay, fine. I'll think of one too. <laughs> I don't think I ever get annoyed. Uh, yeah, I don't get genuinely annoyed. Yeah, my friends. If I'll, if I'm like an jokingly annoyed, I'll be like, dude, you're so annoying. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, the only thing that comes to mind with you is like whenever like me and Michelle will FaceTime on a call that you missed. So you could have been a part. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you could have been a part of the conversation, but you missed the call. So it's just me and Michelle talking, right? And then you'll see that we had a conversation. You'll immediately text me like, oh man, what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? What did you guys talk about? FOMO, <laughs> we all have it. I'm like, shut up. We talked about everything and anything without you. Yeah, I get FOMO. I'm like, what did you guys talk about? Tell me. <laughs> Ooh. What are your personalities like and how would you describe your friendship dynamic? You know what? I I actually thought about this. Mm. Or just between us two. Mm. Or I mean, it could be the three of us two. Or mm. just us two. doesn't matter. I don't know what they meant. But what was it again? What are your personalities like and how would you describe your friendship dynamic? Mm. How would you describe my personality? Mm. You're like an onion. Oh, need to peel back layer by layer and make you cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're very well. You're very different from what I had initially thought. You know, mm-hmm. I in the beginning, like not gonna lie, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could ever be like close to her because she just seems very like strong. I mean, you are strong, but like. I just felt like there was such a high wall up that I wouldn't be able to break through and you were very selective. So I was like, I don't think she'll, you know, like a let little, me in kind of thing. A little standoffish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Um, but then I realized like you are kind of, you do wear your heart on your sleeve with certain people. Mm-hmm. At least with us. Maybe it's just us. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I think you you are more in tune with your feelings and you're better at expressing it than you give yourself credit for too. Hmm. Cause you keep saying you're like bad at communicating. I am though. When it comes to like relationships and stuff, hmm. like uh, I won't express the things that bother me. It, it's more prevalent in like guy really like boyfriend or like dating relationships and scenarios. Hmm. Uh, because like in those scenarios, like there it's high risk. 
I could get hurt so easily by where because I have so much love to offer and love to give. I protect it so heavily. Mm. So with my friends, I have no problem expressing that and showing that mm. in the ways that I do because I know it'll be received and it won't be rejected or it won't be cut off. Mm. With a guy I'm just talking to, I have this precious heart to give. Mm. I have so much to offer, but I think I've just been fucked over so many times that like I will put these walls up and play these silly games out of protection and self-defense before I get hurt. And a lot of times, like, maybe it's self-sabotaging, but a lot of times I end up do getting hurt. So it's like, huh, this is why I do what I do Mm. and it reinforces what I do. And you don't think that's ever happened in friendships? Yeah. uh, Friendships have been more of a safe space for me. Mm. I'm good at making friends. Is Mm. that that weird? I think... It's just like a a friendship is so different from a relationship, like a romantic relationship. And friendships is like, I do it well and I know how to do it. I know how to like, yeah, navigate different personalities and people and yeah, and keep in touch and like open up with friends because it's safe. Yeah, that's true. Okay, then how how do you think you would describe our dynamic? I think, so let me describe your personality Mm -hmm. then. I feel like you, when I first met you, my first impression was like, oh, like, she looks cool. Not sure if I would be friends with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I I just, like, genuinely, like, don't hang around a lot of, like, females in Mm -hmm. general. And I felt like you had, like, a very, like, I don't know. like (laughs) Too much for you? Not too much, but, like, just, like, a really, I don't even know what the word is. You were just, like, very, very friendly. Not that I don't get along with very friendly people. I'm making myself sound so dark. <laughs> but it was just bubbly. Uh-huh. Not what I'm used to. we're just very to. different. Yeah, least, yeah. Yeah, just looking at us, too. Vibes are so different. Yeah, you yeah. were the opposite of me. So that's why yeah. I was just like, I don't know if we would really, really be close friends. Yeah. Uh, and then I forgot how we started getting close. It was, like, that one night when we were, like, drinking at Michelle's. I f- oh. and we started opening up more about because before that point we were only like kind of close by association like yeah. our group would hang out all the time so as a result we hung out a lot but yeah. we didn't really like there were a lot of times in the beginning where I was like I feel like I don't really know Esther like I feel like she takes a little while to open up too and mm. like da 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 but I was curious about you though because mm-hmm. I knew there was more than meets the eye with you mm-hmm. so after we did like open up to each other one of those nights I was like oh like we actually have a lot of similarities Mm -hmm. in like our upbringing and stuff and I could relate to Esther on like an emotional level sometimes Mm -hmm. and then after that I feel like we got more comfortable and open yeah I think that was the pivotal moment for me too yeah it was you know, that was the night that we celebrated the launch of this. Yeah, we yeah. said, oh, yeah, we celebrated the launch of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and we all got like super drunk and yeah. we we just like started crying. Yeah, we were just crying for each other. Yeah. Well, not you because you're a heartless bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I it up. It's because you started uh, crying and then Michelle was crying and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh that was a good time. 
That was funny. It was really funny. I still look back at that vlog sometimes because it's so freaking funny. <laughs> the video was running around and dancing. Yeah, with Dobby. Oh, that's another thing I didn't expect from you is you play along. Oh, so, like we silly. Match, uh-huh. We like bounce off of each other's energies a lot. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So to describe our dynamic, mm. I think the key word might be balance. Because mm. I think on. you have a lot of soft energy and like um kindness and like just a lot of feminine energy that I might not have a lot of Mm. and I have this kind of and what I mean by I love talking about like masculine and feminine energy because it's not just like girly or tomboy like that's not it at all uh masculine energy is more so like oh like independent I can do it myself Mm -hmm. kind of attitude and like uh I protect myself. It's kind of like this rugged, hard kind of exterior, that sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Whereas feminine energy is like you're willing to help and accept help and like mm-hmm. be more in tune with your emotions and like just be a lot softer and but more you like. you think open. I'm like that? I think so. Uh, I'm not good at accepting help though. I'd rather be. I think when we're talking about a little bit more surface level. Mm-mm. That's how we balance each other out. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I would, yeah. It's I just burnt. Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> um, but mm. I think we have a lot of similar, like similarities at the core, but mm. like a lot of differences surface level mm-hmm. that sort of just like, it's like yin to the yang mm-hmm, sort of, mm-hmm, that kind mm-hmm. of, a, that kind of vibe. Yeah. I mean, because you said that though, I think it made, like, right now it just kind of clicked to me, too, that I think it's like that with all of my just, like, closest friends that I have. It's like, we're all, at the core, we're very similar. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at us, we're so different. Yeah. Like, for example, like, me and Neri. If you just look at us, we're, like, opposites. Yeah. You know, but it somehow works. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of, I could be similar to Neri. I don't know yeah, Neri, yeah. like, too well, but, like. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like on the surface, like you guys are we're yeah. just like all very different. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But for some reason, it's still it it just balances out and it works. Same, same, yeah. but different. Exactly. Same, same, but different. Yeah. We were, oh yeah, we were talking about that the yeah, other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. That was a that was a good question. Hopping on here real quick. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is an online professional counseling service where you can connect with your own licensed therapist in a safe and private online environment. And if you're like me and you've been wanting to try therapy, but just didn't really know how to go about looking for a therapist, uh, BetterHelp actually makes it super convenient and easy. All you have to do is fill out a really quick survey so that they can assess your needs and they'll help you find a match. And then once you hear back, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions directly on their site, and you can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, These counselors are specialized in so many different areas like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, family, etc. I actually had my first session yesterday, and obviously it was just the initial introductions, but I'm really excited and I'm hopeful um, I'm going to continue using this service because there are so many different areas that I want to improve on. Um, and if you guys are also interested, BetterHelp is offering you guys 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash on the floor and sign up. 
Uh, okay, actually, this is interesting. So many people are asking, how do you find your style? Where do you guys get style inspo? Where do you shop? Any style inspirations? Who are your style inspirations? There's like, so many questions. Hmm. I feel like I'm so bad at styling and fashion, and mm. that's just not my forte. Mm. Uh, but do you enjoy it? It stresses me out. <laughs> like, choosing an outfit every day stresses me out. Because mm. I'm like, oh, like, how do I look the best? Like, what's my vibe? Like, is this too much? Or like, mm. I don't know. But if I had to choose a style icon, it would be Peggy Goo. Ooh, that's a good one. Because she's like cool she tomboy but like can turn it up and be girly and sexy at the same time yeah 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 she mastered that mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i have a style icon um i think the only thing is i feel like you have to be willing to explore different styles to find your style though yeah i think i went through a phase where i seriously just tried everything like i went through so many different like styles mm-hmm. um especially in high school dude if i look at my photos from high school i'm yeah. just like what the heck was i wearing <laughs> I like i had, like this leopard collar and, oh or a cheetah print collar and i had like a blue cardigan over it and like i don't know and then i had like i really wanted um like hellraisers back then you know the spiky shoes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, i went through so many phases yeah but i feel like you need to go try those to find out what you like Mm -hmm. and what also you feel good in and like what fits your body type Mm -hmm. i think i've accepted the fact that certain things just don't look good on my body yeah yeah yeah. and that's fine yeah Yeah. but i guess for style inspo honestly i'm just like on instagram or pinterest if i really need like inspo for something Mm -hmm. yeah but even then there's just no reason to get dressed anymore so (laughs) i feel like fashion has just become such a like it's just been thrown in the back burner yeah. for so long like i don't know how to dress myself where do you shop the most mm, these days i've been ordering a lot from asos mm. or like oh i've been getting a lot of things from yes style <laughs> shout out to michelle <laughs> i've never shopped on yes style because like the shipping time yeah. already turns me off i'm like i can't wait this long to get what i want um True. Instant gratification. I shop mostly on Zara. I'm like Zara queen. You are. Yeah. I always ask you, where'd you get that? You say Zara. But like when I go on there, I can't find anything I like. I love Zara jeans. Like basically all my jeans are from Zara. Mm. Ooh, somebody asked, how do I get out of the friend zone? Is this a girl or a guy? Uh, A girl. Ooh. (sighs) Does it make a difference? Or I guess we can only speak on a girl's behalf, I guess, right? I don't know. I guess you need to find some way to emotionally connect with them, right? Because I feel like once there is that, like, new factor that's introduced, won't it make someone second guess or, like, sec- rethink? Mm. I mean, is that not- I think I think that applies for some guys. Mm. But my understanding of guys is, like, I guess I'm just going to go back to my point that I was saying earlier. Mm. Guys are, I feel like they make up their minds quickly mm. and... Once it's, like, off, it's off. It's hard to switch back on. But I feel like for females who friend zone guys, it's easier to become more attractive as a guy if I um, emote and, like, connect with you on an emotional level. If I connect with you emotionally as a man, Hmm. then I might start becoming more attractive to you as a female. Does that make sense? So 
I'm a guy. I'm the guy. You're the girl. I'm friend zoned by you. Mm-hmm. But if I can find a way to make you feel validated and connect with you emotionally, I feel like you might start looking at me differently. Don't you think it's pretty like equal? Okay, like let's say is like think of a guy that you friend zoned in the past. If he came around and he, you know, made you, you know, he was like being more expressive to you and he was just there for you when you needed it, etc. Would you suddenly change your mind about him? Because I'm thinking of guys right now in my head and I don't think I still would. Mm. I guess there has to be some sort of baseline of attraction to begin with, mm. even if they are in the friend zone. Because I've definitely had situations where I friend zoned the guy and then they somehow switched it on me. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so I guess it's just, it all depends Yeah. on the friendship with this person. This is hard because... There's just so many things that could go into it. I don't think I've ever gotten myself out of like the friend zone. Yeah, so I don't same. Know. Yeah. Because for me, once I'm like, oh, like I must just be a friend to him, then I like stop thinking about it. Yeah, same. I just like cut it off there then. Yeah. Or I just think, I just view them as solely a friend. Yeah. Oh, I read this earlier. They were just like, how do you maintain close friendships with your West Coast friends? I guess for you, like people you don't like live necessarily close to, you have West Coast friends too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We don't talk every day not at all but we just have like check-ins we'll keep in touch you know social media makes it a lot easier now to stay in touch um how do you maintain friendships that aren't like within your vicinity i would definitely accredit it to a lot of social media because like with Mm. social media especially instagram it used to be facebook but now it's instagram you see what they're doing every day via stories or like Mm. their feed posts on like life updates and stuff And, you know, every time they do post something, it could be your segue to be like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Happy for you. And then that turns into a conversation. Um, That's literally how I've maintained a lot of my long distance friendships. Mm. Yeah, I think my main thing is FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTime FaceTime all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, we'll like schedule FaceTime dates. Oh, you schedule it? Yeah. Because oh. like the friends I have on the West Coast aren't like my best friends. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be people like we like we care for each other, but like mm-hmm. we're not going to talk every single day. Right. It's not like day-to-day updates. Yeah. 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 It's just like check-ins. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just it needs to be both parties need to put in the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's with any friendship though. Yeah. So someone asked, do you, Frisia and Michelle, ever struggle with jealousy in your guys' friendship? What do you think? Um, not really. I feel like we all have the same goal. Mm. And we all kind of cheer each other on. Because mm. we're all working at different paces, too. Yeah. That's my thought. But sometimes I'm like, damn, Michelle got a good, like... <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because, like, she's doing... I'm. It's not in, like, a malicious way. Right, right, yeah. It's like a... Damn, like, she has, like... She did that for herself, and, like, that's mm. awesome. I want that for me, too. Is that jealousy, or is that... That's motiv- not jealousy. Oh. Then I guess I'm, like, motivated. Yeah. Shout out to Michelle. It's someone you respect. Yeah. For doing that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel that respect for both of you guys. Mm. You guys are both... Honestly, like... I do credit a lot of like this podcast and just like taking the whole idea of being self-employed more seriously, or it became more of a reality when I saw like you guys were both 
more committed to the idea too. Or mm-hmm. I mean, Michelle always was. Right. But I think it it was definitely encouraging to like hear it. And I yeah. think just seeing it like be a reality for someone like Michelle, it, it was, I don't want to say it seemed attainable because I know she worked so hard for it, mm-hmm. but it just, I was like, okay, like, like I use it as motivation. No. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's definitely for me too. And I think it's just like the closeness we have and like what, how Michelle encourages us like mm. offline. It makes us feel like, oh, we can actually do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's no longer just like a pipe dream. Yeah. It's like, it's more realistic yeah. when you spell it out for us. And like, Michelle's always like, dude, like you could do it. Like if I could mm. do it, you could do it. <laughs> you always know? does that. So it's, it, it's like the encouragement from someone who's actually living it. She's mm-hmm. living proof. Mm-hmm. And for her to, I guess, encourage us to like pursue whatever it is that we want. We're like, huh, like You're maybe right. we can do this. And like seeing us three together doing it together, mm-hmm. I think it keeps us motivated as well. I agree. Yeah. We were talking about how like this is the longest we've done like a side thing. Yeah. Like continuing it, mm-hmm. you know, because this podcast I've done for like four months now, which mm-hmm. is probably the longest like hobby I've mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Uh, and you doing YouTube like consistently, too. Yeah. How do you feel about jealousy in friendships? I don't think I've ever I don't want to sound like a brat, but like I, I just I don't think I've ever struggled with jealousy because mm-hmm. with my friends, I'm so genuinely like happy when mm-hmm. something exciting happens for them because I know that they'll feel the same way for me. I think mm. it, it comes from a place of feeling secure in a friendship though, mm. you know? Cause like, because I trust that if something good happens to me and I want to share it with you, you're going to join in on like the excitement. So I want to offer the same to you mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm. you know? Mm. And I don't think, I think it's also because I think I've just been lucky enough where I've never encountered a friend like that who like showed me that or it made me feel like that. Mm. Because I think I kind of talked about it once um, in a different episode. We were just like the competitiveness in friendships. I think it's like there's a line between feeling competitive, but all, but then like feeling like we said motivated. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's definitely it's a fine line. line, but there is a distinction. Yeah, yeah. Because like it, there can be like healthy levels of, or it's not even competition at that point. I don't think. Yeah. If it's like, yeah, I mean like. It's with social media. I can understand why this question is being asked because it's a numbers game. Mm -hmm. But like, at least for it's all numbers. Your performance on social media is based on numbers Mm -hmm. and like how many followers you have and like whatever. But it depends on the individual and how you take that number. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, are you putting your value and your worth in the following? Oh, like then oh. I think you'll you'll start to get competitive. Mm, I agree, but I don't think any of us really do that. I don't think any of us are like, oh my god, if I don't have a hundred k subscribers, then like, I'm not right. good enough. Like I don't think any of us really care too much about it. So like I think that's why we're not competitive. That's true. If we did, then we probably would be competitive. Yeah, that's true. And also, it, I just feel like at the end of the day, like. You're achieving your dreams. I'm trying to achieve mine. There's no time to be like, ah, like she did. She got this. I didn't. Like, yeah. That's just. It's like a waste of time and energy. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. 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 I think jealousy is so interesting because you can never talk about it with, like, your own close group of friends. Unless it's, like... Don't you think? Like, do people really open up about jealousy with each other? I feel like it's an awkward conversation to have. Does does the topic of, like, feeling left out go into it? Uh, I, yeah, I guess you could feel jealous in, like, feeling left out, like you're not included. Is that jealousy or, like, it's just, oh, like... It's like FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> but even FOMO, like, we're joking. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah, with FOMO, like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we genuinely felt like that, we wouldn't be, like, throwing it around mm. like that and be like... You know, because mm. would you be the type to get jealous if like you saw two people getting like, let's say you guys are all close, but you saw two people getting particularly closer or like, mm. let's say you introduced them like they were your friends first and then they got close. Mm. Ooh, what about that? <laughs> I mean, I feel like honestly, I might feel not hurt or sad by it, but I would like kind of take note of it. Mm. I would be like, oh, like. They're getting along really well. Um, mm. And then I would probably just like sort of back away and let them do their thing though. Mm. I think it's only happened to me like once. So, But for me, I was like so happy they got close. I was like, oh my God. Yay, mm. like we're all friends now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do get jealous. I don't know. With that, with that mm. situation. So I'm like, but like, ugh, I'm trying to like dissect myself now. <laughs> I think it's because I... I guess it's different. I think if you know that your friendship with this person is completely separate from their friendship with each other, then isn't it kind of like, oh, I'm so glad you found another friend. Or like, I'm so glad I was able to help you connect with someone. Mm -mm -mm -mm. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. Like, I don't like, I think I have no problem backing off Mm. so that they can become like, they could just do their thing. Mm. But it's not necessarily you're like, territorial yeah Yeah. i'm not territorial at all but i'll be like oh like sometimes i might be like oh maybe like they have something that i couldn't offer the friendship Mm. or like maybe she's closer to this friend i introduced her to because like you know they might have more similarities or get along with each other better Mm. like i might think those things Mm. but not not necessarily jealous i think i might compare myself and like think like mm-hmm. what's wrong with me but i would still yeah. be like happy that they're getting along yeah if that makes sense yeah actually i take back what i said i there was one time i did feel a little jealous yeah it was in college yeah yeah because it's like it's almost it's not that like i don't want you to be friends but yeah. it's like oh like it's a feeling got- of being replaced too yeah it's mm-hmm. like she must have this friend this new friend must have something that i don't or like Aww. some sort of excitement mm-hmm. that i don't have so it's more like that kind of feeling. How about how do you find the courage to leave a relationship that you've outgrown? I'm really bad with this, but I think Esther might be better. Really? Yeah. I'm so bad at cutting off relationships because I'm just like so scared of hurting the other person. I think that this only happened to me once. And I mean, it was hard for me too. It took yeah. me so long to finally admit to myself that I the best decision for myself was to walk away from the relationship. Not because there was anything wrong with it. Like, you know, I still loved him and like we were good, but I just needed to grow up and mm. learn to be on my own, you know? And then I think my big, see, I think my biggest fear though was the fear of like starting over 
Because when you're so comfortable in a relationship, it's hard to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's nothing like wrong. Yeah. Like if someone asks me, you know, why do you guys break up? There's really no like reason other than the fact that I just, I was just ready to walk away. You outgrew it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's just scary. I think, I think that's why people can fall into like settling. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you just have that thought in the back of your mind, it would do once that thought comes in, it doesn't go away. Like I struggled with it for like a really long time. Yeah. One thing that I really, really noticed that what couples do a lot is that especially long-term couples, they'll stay together just because of the time frame. They'll be like, oh, but like we spent five years together like there's no going back like we put in too much work to like end it like Mm. it's never gonna end no way like this is just it but I think that's like such a wrong way of thinking just because it's like if there are clearly issues in the relationship you can't just like hold on to it because of a length of time like Mm. all good things might have to come to an end at a certain point if like it no longer serves you Mm. Or, like, if the relationship isn't working, what does five years in the past matter compared mm-hmm. to your next 50 years mm-hmm. with someone that's wrong for you? Exactly. So, it's, like, I think a lot of people are just, they create a lot of, like, chong. How do you say that in English? Like an attachment? Attachment. Like a strong attachment. Strong attachment to, like, someone because, oh, we just have so much history yeah. in this relationship. How can I let that go? Yeah. But... That's all you'll have then, history. You have nothing else in the future if you're just, like, working off of this, like, shaky foundation moving forward. Wow, that, like, perfectly described <laughs> your my, relationship. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. we were just together for so long that that's all I knew and that's all... Like, I just... I couldn't... Because that was all I knew, I couldn't imagine myself being with anyone. So for me, the thing that finally made me end it was I had to accept the fact that okay if I break up with this guy I need to accept that I could potentially end up alone Mm -hmm. like I just wanted to be okay with that and it fully accept it Mm -hmm. in order for me to walk away Mm -hmm. because that was true like I could end up alone you know yeah but I think that was like the hardest thing to accept yeah yeah because it's like do I want to stay comfortable like this but not feel fully I don't know like What's the word? Fulfilled. Mm, I guess. I don't, yeah, something like that. But yeah, it was like choosing that or, you know, something that potentially could be like better. Yeah. I suppose. That takes a lot of, a lot of courage and strength. It was scary. Yeah. It's, but it's, if you are thinking about it, I don't know. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm just telling you, yeah, hey, break, don't up, break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> right now. I mean, hey, someone needs to hear it. <laughs> No, but also, though, I think it's fair to the other person that if you feel this way, you need yes. to at least communicate it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so key is respecting someone else's time. Yeah. So, honestly, I do think it's, like, selfish to hold on to something that you know you don't want just because of your own comfort because you're also wasting someone else's time. Yeah. I think that's just not okay. Yeah. But anyways. (laughs) Anyways. 
Hmm. Someone said expectations versus neediness. I'm not sure exactly. What does that what mean? Hmm. Expectations versus neediness. You know me and my expectation speeches. <laughs> Do you think you set pretty high expectations in your relation- relationship, or are you the type to really curb it to like protect yourself so you don't get disappointed? I curb it to protect myself. Mm. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Well, but also just in general, I don't place expectations until I really know this person. Yeah, I suppose. Same, same. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to like dump all my expectations on them, and if they don't meet it, I give them a hard time. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you have an ideal type, dude? Everybody has been asking me this in quarantine. I feel like this is the question of quarantine. <laughs> Why are you mad though? I'm triggered. <laughs> tell me your type miss frasia park i really don't have one type everybody thinks i have one type but all my exes are so different personality wise and look wise Mm. they might have like a similar vibe which is more so kind of like the cool swaggy kind of vibe but everybody Every single one of the guys I've dated has executed that differently, Mm. you know, and they have like, for example, my last two exes were complete opposites of each other personality wise. Like, I just I don't know exactly what I want, but I'm figuring it out. Like I'm Mm. learning with each relationship that, you know, what I don't like and what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Mm. So I don't know what I want. I don't know what my ideal type is. That is a hard question because at the end of it, it's just do you vibe with this person or not mm-hmm. like i guess the only things in common that all of them have had was that they were all really interested in music mm. not as like a career or, or hobby or anything but they all loved listening to music the way mm. i do mm. we have the same music taste oh that's important to me yeah too. that's really important yeah. um they they were all really silly mm. i think those are the two key qualities that's stand out to me when I try to think of what all of my exes had in common. Mm. Music and silliness. And I think I'm the type of person, though, where I know pretty immediately. Yeah, At same. least, like, when I'm, like, what, like, when I was on Hinge and stuff, like, I know after the first day, like, oh, whether or not I want to continue this. Mm-hmm. I know all my friends, like, would say, oh, just, like, give them a second chance. Like, you never know. Like, Hell maybe you're just no. nervous or whatever. I'm like, mm, I'm sorry. Like, if I didn't vibe with you on the first date, I don't think I can go on another one. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard for me to go on the second one. Yeah. And also, it's just kind of like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. So I just kind of end it there. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I was just like, really not sure after a first day. I'm like, hmm. did we vibe or did we not? Like, I can't tell. So like in those situations, mm-hmm. I'll be like, all right, second date, because I can't tell. Second date. You have a better idea, but you still don't really know for sure which side you're leading on. So then in those moments, I'll go on, like, the next date. Mm. But it usually ends up being, like, nah, like, this person doesn't vibe with me. Because, mm. like, I feel like when you do vibe with a person, you, like, don't want to leave that first date. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good – that's a sign of a good first date yeah. is when you don't want to leave. You don't want the date to end. Yeah. But, yeah, you know when you want to stay. And you can tell when the other person wants to stay, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's going well. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long. 
You have me, Frisia. Stop saying that. <laughs> I don't want you. That's mean. <laughs> I'm always like Frisia. <laughs> But you're like bye, bye. I need a man. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, people asked. How did you guys start YouTube or have motivation? I'm scared and shy to start one. Honestly, people have been asking me this a lot、mm. lately, and I don't think I'm nowhere near like successful. But this is something I still struggle with, and like I've been struggling with for years.、Mm. Um, it took me five years of uploading inconsistently, on and off. Once a year, once every six months, and being insecure, deleting my videos, and be like, "Ugh, what's wrong with me?" But like, secretly, really wanting to create more videos, and it's just a lot of back and forth.、Uh, but I think a lot of that comes with just insecurity in yourself. Because、mm. I think this year, I don't know, I just felt more secure with myself, and I didn't really care what people thought of me and like what people, you know, might. Judge me for because I had like a clear goal in mind. I think that's really important. You need a goal.、Mm, I agree. What like what is your goal? What is your motivation for YouTube? If it's like fame, I don't think that's sustainable. If it's、uh, just a hobby, then start it. Like start it as a hobby, and like you know, no one's pressuring you to be to be like motivated all the time.、Mm-hmm. If you want to create just to create, then why not? Like、mm. no one's stopping you. You don't even have to share it with people. Yeah. You、That's、can just、true. do, you know. It depends on your motivation. Yeah, yeah, I agree with, especially with the hobby thing, because in the past, like ever since I was in like middle school, I just loved making videos. So I would like volunteer at church and like, yeah, yeah, just like make videos for youth group or like VBS. Me and, too. Yeah, and I didn't share it with like the public. It、right. was just for you know my friends and like, yeah. yeah, yeah, or like travel vlogs. Anytime I travel with my family, I made the videos because like. My family in Korea were, was always curious.、So、I would send it to them, and like,、yeah. it's just like if you genuinely find joy in it, then who cares? Yeah, people say. Yeah, but yeah. it depends on your goal. Yeah, yeah. But also, I will say personally, for me, what really helped was the fact that I had friends doing it too.、Mm. I think that that made me feel like I think, especially like when I talk to you too, and well, and Michelle, it's just like I'm like, yeah, like who cares what. This person behind a screen is like saying about、yeah. me. Like, I have my support system, and like they're there for me, and they know who I am. Like, all people see is these little snippets of you know my life and whatever. And it's like, yeah, they can judge what they want to judge.、Mm-hmm. Obviously, that is easier said than done too. But it's still like something I constantly remind myself. Yeah, but if you're shy though, I don't know how well you would do on video. Just being very blatantly honest, because like,、mm. if you're shy, like you at least have to overcome that shyness or practice overcoming it.、Mm. At least, because like, if you want to put yourself out there, like, how can you be shy about it? No, but you know what's interesting is a lot of like very reserved, shy,、mm. and introverted people. They don't have a problem talking to a camera. True, true. Realize well, this person's also, this person's also asking like. I'm shy, so how do I even start it?、Mm. So I don't know if they've already like filmed videos or、right. whatever. Maybe they're just shy about putting themselves out there. But like, it's that's what YouTube is. You、yeah. know, you can't like avoid it either.、Mm. I think you just gotta like 
go for it as scary as it is because everything that's rewarding comes with like fear also yeah so i say just try it if it's really excruciating you can always delete it but what's the worst that can come out of it yeah i will say though i think i was most afraid of being judged by the people i did know yeah like they'd be like oh what esther's doing that like what like that was what i was afraid of Mm. I definitely got a handful of that in high school. Like, mm. people, like, especially the guys that knew me would be, like... Because I didn't makeup videos at the time. They would be, like, oh, my God. Like, she put, like, 50 pounds of makeup on. Ho, 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 ho. So, I, like, dealt with that shit, like, since the early mm. days. But, like, I think over time, I kind of just grew thicker skin. So, it's, like, I really don't care what you yeah. have to say. Say what you want. Yeah. So, I think it is It is true, though. It is scary to have the people that, like, know of you judge you and watch you. Because, like, yeah. you have this, like, reputation that stands already. Yeah. And it can go either way with people you know. But I feel like that's more, like, high school. When you're grown, like. True. Yeah. I mean, I it know. could still kind of carry on into adult years, too. But, yeah. It's probably more prevalent when you're younger. Um, oh, there's so many questions. Somebody asked about our breakup process, our stages, but we already talked about yeah. that in a full episode. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of relationship stuff. So maybe we'll just save that. Okay. Yeah. Let's just save some of these and we could do another one. Um, if you guys have more questions, just send them my way or Frieza's way. Maybe she'll like film it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, if you want to find more of Frieza Park, you can find her on YouTube and Instagram yes. at Freesia Park. Yeah. I feel like I've said this so many I times. I know. I've been on here too. way too many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Mm. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.